I have uh, put forward a plan. I've put forward specific plans. How are we going to solve energy problems here? I've worked hard for climate change. The planet, Thank the you, future Senator. of the planet is at stake. Green News Report special coverage. Finally, climate change in the spotlight in a presidential debate. Impossible. All of that special coverage and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I'm a strong proponent of nuclear power. It is safe. It is clean. Oh, former senator turned Democratic presidential candidate Jim Webb, you would make an excellent Republican presidential candidate. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, it finally happened. A presidential debate where an actual question was asked about climate change. I know, finally. And it had to come from a Facebook video. CNN actually had to turn to some random citizen to ask the question. As presidential candidate, what will you do to address climate change? So I guess one of the 17 reporters they had at the event couldn't say to the candidates, what are you going to do about climate change? Yes, five official candidates for the 2016 Democratic presidential nomination squared off in Las Vegas for their first debate this week. And for the first time, climate change actually got its own question. Unlike the Republican crop of candidates, all of the Democratic candidates say they accept climate science, but they do differ on how to solve it. As you said, former Virginia senator and Republican turned Democrat Jim Webb focused on nuclear energy, and he seemed to cast doubt on whether China will actually follow through with its historic emissions agreement signed with President Obama recently. We need to solve this in a global way. It's a global problem, and I have been very strong on, on doing that. The so so-called agreements that we have had with China are illusory in terms of the immediate requirements of the, of the Chinese government itself. Now, that seems to me to be just utter nonsense. These agreements are illusory. Is he right? He does seem to be suggesting that China can't be trusted. But, hey, they are the world leader right now in clean energy, and they're launching the world's largest cap and trade system. So I don't think he is right about that. Lincoln Chafee, a former liberal Republican senator. Another Republican turned Democrat. Yes, he was an independent governor of Rhode Island, and now he's a Democrat. He highlighted his work on cap and trade legislation while he was in the U.S. Senate. When asked which enemy he is proud of making in politics, he said, I guess the coal lobby in my time in the Senate tried to bring them to the table so that we could address carbon dioxide. I'm proud to... Uh, be at odds with the coal lobby. Former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton reiterated her position that action on climate change is actually an economic opportunity. I've put forward specific plans about how we're going to create more good-paying jobs by investing in infrastructure and clean energy, by making it possible once again to invest in science and research and taking the opportunity posed by climate change to grow our economy. Clinton has often said that she believes that the U.S. should become the world's clean energy superpower. She says that she will expand on President Obama's climate policies, like the Clean Power Plan, but her policy, according to 350.org founder Bill McKibben, is, quote, only halfway there because she stops short of calling for a price on carbon. Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders highlighted his carbon tax legislation in the Senate, and he added in some campaign finance reform for good measure. We introduced the first piece of climate change legislation, which called for a tax on carbon. And let me also tell you, 
that nothing is going to happen unless we are prepared to deal with campaign finance reform because the fossil fuel industry is funding the Republican Party, which denies the reality of climate change. This is a moral issue. We have got to be extremely aggressive. The planet, the future of the planet is at stake. Senator Sanders also raised the hackles of uh, Rush Limbaugh and the Republican Party with his response to the question of what is the greatest threat that our nation now faces. The scientific community is telling us if we do not address the global crisis of climate change, transform our energy system away from fossil fuel to sustainable energy, the planet that we're going to be leaving our kids and our grandchildren may well not be habitable. Former Maryland Governor Martin O'Malley gave the most specific proposal of the debate to deal with climate change. He compared the effort to the national effort to put a man on the moon. Mr. President, I intend to sign as my very first order in office the, an order that moves us as a nation and dedicates our resources to solving this problem and moving us to a 100% clean electric grid by 2050. 100% clean electric grid by 2050. It would be quite a challenge, but it is doable, and his plan is very specific with market incentives for renewable energy deployment, for green buildings, for infrastructure. All of this is, frankly, a very stark contrast to the Republican Party candidates. They still mostly deny mainstream climate science to varying degrees. They also obstruct and delay action, and the corporate media is happy to let them go unchallenged. It is, frankly, obscene that the corporate media hasn't asked more of both Republicans and Democrats on this particular issue. Indeed. For much more on this story and all of the ones we couldn't get to, thanks to CNN bothering to ask about climate change, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Special Report. Ah!